Here we go with this. We start yet one more edition of Rock Neto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Today is uh, Thursday, June 18th of 2020. This very strange and weird still uh, 2020. Uh, once again, this show goes uh, to the memory of those that uh, have been directly affected by years and years and years of racism and discrimination in this country. Um uh, yeah, the fight continues. We will be talking about uh, all of the multiple events and protests that, that are taking place uh, here in the Bay Area throughout the show. And uh, we will try to, to bring again the, the newest independent rock and roll race around the world. We have a lot of new music, uh, like that song by the Chats, The Kids Need, need Guns, which is uh, something that needs to be talked about too, by the way. Uh, the situation with uh, with gun control in this country and all of the the killings that have uh, taken place in schools uh, throughout uh, this country something that has to be included into this uh, conversation definitely because you know as we have said before this is uh, of course about uh, black lives matter but it is still about uh, social justice uh you know immigration um gun control and all that all that kind of stuff so uh yeah it's been uh it's been weird it's been difficult uh it's been uh you know good to see that people are reacting against what what is happening and uh it's promising it looks like uh this might bring some type of uh, change to our society that really really needs it there's so many things so many things that we can talk about okay we'll be talking about uh, all of this uh throughout uh Rock Neto today. We start early once again. 
at uh, 12.30. We have a couple of interviews. The first one will be at around 1.30 p.m. Uh, Jonas, 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 the legendary uh, guitar player and singer of uh, one of the most uh, iconic bands to come out of uh, of Mexico, of uh, Ibero-America, in the history of rock and roll. I'm talking about uh, Plastilina Mosh. Uh, if you're not familiar with Plastilina Mosh, well, B. It's a great, great project. Uh, you know, I discovered them in the 90s as a teenager. And uh, they have uh, continued uh, making great music throughout uh, all these years. I would say that P. Mosh, Plastilina Mosh, Jonas, who is presenting uh, his solo album, uh, uh, a video game also, that uh, he launched, which is free, on uh, on iOS. Uh, I can say that uh, he's up there with uh, with the biggest legends of uh, Mexican rock and roll, right there with uh, Los Hijos, right there with Café Tacuba, right there with uh, with El Tri, right there with uh, Caifanes, you know, all of those greats. Uh, Kiro Club. Proud to say that we have interviewed we have interviewed most of them in Rockneto. And today to have Jonas in Rockneto, it will be an absolute honor and pleasure. I met Jonas in person uh, back in 2004, if I am not mistaken, when I was uh, doing Rockneto at San Jose State University. He came uh, to play uh, here in San Francisco at Rocapulco uh, along with Victimas del Doctor Cerebro, uh, yet another legendary Mexican band. I interviewed him that 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 very night, uh, as well as uh, Alejandro Rosso, who is his partner in Placerina Mosh. Super super dope people, but uh, I had not uh, talked to him since since then. So it's been 16 years since the last time I spoke to Jonas from Placerina Mosh. Now, like I said, he's releasing a, a, a couple of uh, new singles, a new album, and a lot of great stuff. And the second interview will be with a very interesting project as well that we have discovered in the past uh, few weeks uh, called uh, Sadie and the Ladies. That interview will be taking place at around 2.30, uh, 2.40 actually. So Jonas at 1.30 and Sadie and the Ladies at 2.40. You know, there's not much going on, uh, you know, with gigs and uh, singles per se, you know, releases and all that. So we're going to, obviously, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the world Last week, uh, we had uh, our only interview of Rogneto with Futuro Terror, a great uh, project from Valencia uh, in Spain. And uh, we, s- we spoke about uh, how Black Lives Matter is, uh, has influenced uh, Spanish society. And, you know, there were demonstrations in, in Valencia, there were demonstrations in Barcelona, in Bilbao, in, uh, in Vizcaya, uh, Madrid, and, uh, you know, all, all you know a lot of other places in in the world so uh i assume that uh, we're going to be discussing this how this is affecting mexico how this is inspiring mexico because it's very interesting you know we, ha- we have to really see and understand that that what's happening here in america it's actually it, it is also inspiring uh what's going on in other countries i was watching uh the english premier league yesterday uh, manchester city if you're a, an avid of, uh, listener of Rockneto, you know that I'm a Manchester City fan. And I uh, see, and I saw happily, that all of the players in the EPL are wearing, uh, uh, they're not, they don't have their names in the back of their, of their jerseys. It, uh, all of the jerseys in the English Premier League say Black Lives Matter, which is uh, it's really, really cool to see how, how we can 
you know, even though it's it's something really painful for us, we're inspiring other countries to also fight racism because we have we have talked about this. Racism is a global issue; it's not only something that is very local to 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 America. Um, we kind of can sense it, uh, you know, firsthand here, uh, especially us who are part of minorities. Uh, in a painful way but uh this is this is something global you know there's uh, countries that you would think that they don't have a problem like that uh, but they do so it's uh at real at least it's uh it's it's you know gives gives us hope uh for a future for the for our current generation for our current youth and for for the future generations in of uh, in America and, and the rest of the world let's go to the music and let's play something by dope body these dudes are from where are they from they're from uh, baltimore maryland this uh, song is uh, called johnny bag of smoke before i uh, before i proceed with that uh, first single i'll tell you i have new music by arre arre uh sadie and the ladies obviously hockey dad released something new idols uh dead valley girls la witch uh fake bully released something a couple of days ago chemtrails um car seat headdress the bats also they released uh, something new a couple of days ago mystery jets a lot of great music so we're going to be here all the way until 4 p.m today there will be a rocknet on espanol uh the the interview that we usually have on rocknet on espanol will be taking place in about uh what uh, 50 minutes now uh during the regular rocknet show and uh but at 3 p.m we will be playing the best ibero-american rock and roll there is at this very moment yes indeed our phone number here it's four one five six four eight seven three twenty seven hit us up uh if you want if you have a request if you do have a request well it better be a new song and it better be that freaking good because you know the kind of music that we play here in Rockneto. let's do dope body and johnny bag of smoke in Rockneto at kxsf 102.5 fm san francisco Rockneto Rockneto
Prieto. Malmo, Sweden, Arre Arre, Make It Rain, SFP2, New Release in Rockneto at KX7 102.5 FM, San Francisco, 12.47 PM in this uh, warm city 
by the bay in San Francisco. Rather warm, actually. Uh, it looks like the weekend's going to be uh, way cooler. Right now, we are at 86 degrees Fahrenheit, which is really not that much. But for us that are used to live in this uh, refrigerator of a city of San Francisco, it feels a little bit, a little bit uh, too hot. Uh, good news, uh, three days ago and today, uh, three days ago, uh, federal rights law protects gay, lesbians and transgender workers, the Supreme Court ruled on Monday. So that uh, defeated uh, Trump's initiative to, uh, to take away these rights from the LGBTQ community. That's good news. It's, it seems like uh, things are making more sense lately and also today something very very important uh supreme court blocks trump from ending daca for you that uh don't have no idea what daca is or uh or really don't understand how how that affects uh, human beings uh well daca is the deferred action for childhood ar arrivals basically it's uh it protects all of those uh minors that came to, to america with their parents when they were underage and it gives them uh, certain, uh, you know, uh, benefits and rights. So uh, that was instituted by Obama and uh, only applied, like I said, for minors that uh, arrived to the U.S. while they were underage. Now, uh, you know, from that generation, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of people that are in their 30s, in their 30, you know, mid-30s and all that. Just imagine this. Just imagine being a human being. That, uh, that, that that just because of uh, being uh, undocumented doesn't have a right to uh, to go to school to get uh, grants or loans to go to school and uh, obviously that cannot get uh, other types of benefits that uh, American citizens can get. <coughs> just imagine living like that for about 25 years. Just imagine how tough that is and how unjust that is. And, uh, well, it seems, like I said, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, they made the right decision. The logical, obvious decision, for God's sakes. I mean, come on, this is so dumb. Like, honestly, like, they would, this, this shouldn't even be uh, debated. It's like uh, human rights, for God's sakes. So uh, we're quite happy about that. But, uh, you know, this is basically just protecting uh, the, the current status of, uh, of the dreamers. But what about uh, the rest of the undocumented, undocumented uh, people in, in America? What about them? You know, now that we're going deep into social justice and all that, just imagine that. Just just think about <coughs> uh, two weeks ago when we had that very intense rock netto that we spoke about uh, the influence of America uh, throughout Latin America, throughout uh, the rest of the world, America being the police of the world because that's what America has been historically. Put that in your head now that we're, we're you know now that we're uh, talking about police brutality and all that stuff. America has been the the police of the world for many many years. Just put uh, put that in your head. Think about that. Uh, so just 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 imagine that you know the the people come to America not because they want to take advantage of uh, of this country. I know that a lot of a lot of people understand that definitely understand that. But there's some idiots out there that don't really get it. People are people are fleeing uh, their countries, their home countries, because of uh, of violence, because of, uh, of of really terrible situations. Like for example, in Mexico, let's be frank and honest, 
uh, we have this problem with with with, uh, with the drugs and with the guns, with violence and all that. Uh, you know the narcs and all, the, all that stuff. Uh, but you have to analyze why we have that problem. America is the the number one one consumer of drugs in the world, and obviously, uh, you know, when there's a when there's a market, uh, people will try to to make money out of it, and that's part of the of why we have uh, such a big problem of uh, violence in Mexico. Same thing with the guns. Like all of the guns that the drug lords are using, uh, you know, to fight their territories and to to fight their their dirty money. All of those guns are made here in America. And they're actually smuggled or actually bought legally uh, here in America. So just, just think about that as well. And if we talk about, uh, if, we, if we go to the political side of this, like for example, like right now, uh, for the past uh, five years, uh, the migration from Central America, uh, Honduras, uh, Salvador, El Salvador, Guatemala, and all that has been uh, increasing uh, in a big, big way because of the same thing, because of the drugs and all that stuff. But uh, if you really think about it and uh, and you understand that uh, the United States of America supported dictatorships in uh, in Central America, uh, <coughs> supported uh, coup d'etats, uh, so they can you know so they could uh, take care of their of, of you know of 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 their influences you know the their interests basically. There you go basically destroy the societies and uh, and this is the outcome of it this is why this is happening that this is why uh, all these people are are fleeing the, those countries and they want to come here like i said to work you know we spoke about uh, how in the mission around 75 80% of of the people that tested positive was uh, from 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 latin background from the latino background from the latin community and uh, like i said i mean when this uh, covid-19 hit uh, a lot of immigrants that uh, basically don't have any rights, or you know they have a uh, little rights. Uh, they they didn't have a uh, other option but to go out and work, while the rest of of, uh, of our society went into lockdown. As easy as that, you know. It's not uh, that uh, they were irresponsible or they they didn't care about uh, the rest of uh, of the people uh, here in San Francisco in the mission. They had no other choice, no other option. You know, they could be evicted. They could have uh, ended up uh, being uh, homeless. You know, and uh, they had to go out and work hard. <coughs> and if you think about uh, all of the, all of the the workers, most of the workers, a lot of the workers in the in the essential uh, businesses, or that they were essential basically, a lot of them were uh, were immigrants. And like I said, I mean, they had to go out there. They had to go out uh, there and work at the, at the grocery store, and they had to go out there and work at the, at the hospitals and and all that. As, as simple as that. So. Uh, Let's get into this conversation deeper, even deeper, as, as deep as we can, and let's let's really uncover all all of the systematic racism and discrimination that there is in this country, because all of those things are are, are part of that. People see that as something normal nowadays, you know. Actually, before before uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, emerged uh, in this t- 2020. All of those little things, you know, like immigrants not not being able to get a driver's license. I mean, for God's sakes, come on. So you know, so, so you're an immigrant. You know, you cannot get a driver's license. Basically, you cannot go and and, and work. You know, you cannot go go and uh, get a, a good job or or something like that. You know. <coughs> so uh, yeah, 
Okay, let's go back to the music and let's play something by Sadie and the ladies that we will be talking to today in about an hour and 35 minutes. This is Wartime Fashion in Rocknet.kxs102.5FM, San Francisco.
Out of their upcoming 2020 Brain Candy album, this is Hockey Dad with In This State in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Before that, Sadie and the Ladies with Wartime Fashion, Arre Arre with Make It Rain, Dope Body with Johnny Bag of Smoke, and we opened this Rockneto with the chats and the kids need guns. Now, let's go and play... A new single by one of our favorite bands uh, here at KXSF. Uh, I am pretty sure that a lot of my fellow DJs agree with me. It's a uh, it's a band from from England that has inspired uh, a lot of us, not only music wise but only socially, because you know they usually they have a uh, you know they talk about social justice and they talk about uh, uh, fighting against uh, machismo and uh, you know so they're back with a new single uh, they announced that they will be releasing a new album and talking about idols this is crowns and it sounds like this in Rocknet of KXSF <laughs>
Unify, Unify, Unify. And yes, Black is beautiful. Those idols with grounds in Rocknet at KXSF. Now let's go and play a brand new single by Dead Valley Girls. Breakthrough. In Rocknet at KXSF.
Rockneto. Out of their upcoming Play With Fire album, 
to be released on August the 21st of 2020. That was LA Witch with I Wanna Lose in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Support for KXSF comes from the Barrel Room San Francisco. The Barrel Room showcases the cuisine, wine, and spirits of different regions of the world with rotating menus featuring different countries and geographical areas. Go on a culinary adventure without ever leaving the city. Visit the Barrel Room SF at 415 Sansom Street in the Financial District. Check out their website at BarrelRoomSF.com. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM. Hello there. I'm Dan Carlisle, host of The Everything Show on Saturday evenings, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Because of COVID-19, KXSF has been unable to have any fundraising events. Now, we are a nonprofit, community supported radio station that depends on your donations to keep independent radio alive. If you can help, please make your donation by going to kxsf.fm and click on that donate button. And thank you for supporting KXSF at 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Tired of fumbling around on your phone trying to listen to KXSF on your web browser or other radio app? Those days are over. The KXSF app is here. Now you can conveniently listen to all the killer KXSF programming on your Android or iPhone by downloading the free KXSF app at the Apple app or Google Play stores. Or you can link to it on our website at kxsf.fm. Keep people-powered radio in your pocket. Get the KXSF app now. Yes, indeed. Uh, get, the, get the apps. They're really cool. Uh, it's really cool to know that since uh, we released them in March, which is, what, uh, three months ago, uh, over 900 people have downloaded them. So, yeah, that's the most practical way for you to, to listen to KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. By the way, we have great programming, 24-7, 365. Uh, we have all these new shows. It's incredible. You know, I can go through 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 them through the new shows later on during this show well, let's go back to the music and let's play something by thick out of their 2020 five years behind album this is slipping through the weekend and it sounds like this in
Out of their upcoming 2020 Sugar Egg album, this is Bully. They're back with Where to Start in Rocknet.kx7.5 San Francisco. 123 in a few minutes, our conversation with Jonas, with the legendary Jonas from Plastilina Mosh, from the P Mosh. And now he's releasing a, a couple of new singles. Uh, great, great stuff by Jonas, all the way from Monterrey, Nuevo León, Mexico. Let's go now and play something by Chemtrails out of their 2020 The Peculiar Smell of the Inevitable. This is Brother Connor in Rocknetto at KXS7.5FM at San Francisco.
saying things we paid for Got a currency that you accept If you want to exchange, we can try to connect Give me the number to your room and leave the door on the latch There are tigers in the jungle, there's a knife and a mattress I don't think we broke the glass, but hell if I know I never learned to dance, what the hell do I know? Not getting excited in Prognetto KXSF.
Out of their 2020 album uh, Jump Rope Gazers, that was the Bats with I'm Not Getting Excited in Rocknet.kxc102.5 en San Francisco. La una de la tarde con 32 minutos en San Francisco y eso significa que tenemos el honor auténtico de poder platicar con Jonas. Jonas, ¿cómo estás? Hola, bien, bien. ¿Cómo están por allá? Todo tranquilo, todo tranquilo dentro de lo que cabe. Ya ves que todo está bien pinche raro por todos lados. Sí, pero bueno, sacarle el mejor provecho. Sí, pues sí, no hay de otra. ¿En dónde estás en estos precisos momentos? Ahorita estoy en mi casa en Monterrey este, y aquí ya llevo como 70 días en todos lados. Todavía, caray, no mames, en serio. Sí, todavía, todavía me he pasado aquí, todavía me he metido en casa, he eh, salido poco, como, eh, bueno, realmente yo me dedico a tocar en vivo mucho. Claro. Este, ahorita no hay conciertos, entonces este, he aprovechado para estar en casa y desarrollando ideas. Eh, componiendo un poquito de música, claro. este, también pues, obviamente me lo he pasado mucho más tiempo con mi familia, que eso también me, me hace sentir bastante tranquilo y bien. Claro. Eh, so, ¿Has trabajado en, en Nueva Música? ¿Va para, para tu proyecto solo o también para tus otros proyectos? Ahorita nada más para lo mío solo. Estoy como muy enfocado en, en el disco que sigue, que ya lo terminé, de hecho. Chido. El disco lo, lo terminé antes de que empezara la cuarentena. Ajá. este Y ahí fue que, que, pues bueno, llegó esta cuestión de la contingencia sanitaria y como quiera decidimos seguir adelante con el disco, sacar el sencillo. Este, hay, hay dos sencillos más ahí haciendo fila antes de que salga el disco completo, claro. eh, pues lo, lo, quiero, lo quiero sacar pronto, y pues obviamente el paso natural a dar después de sacar el disco, como siempre, es salir a tocarlo, ¿no? Pero en este caso, pues, eh, circunstancias extraordinarias, eh, no va a haber conciertos, o por, o por lo pronto no muchos. Claro. Este, y, y entonces me dediqué a hacer otro disco, dije, pues tengo tiempo de sobra, eh, me dediqué a hacer otro disco, a lo mejor un, un disco... Diferente a lo que regularmente yo haría, eh, este disco que estoy haciendo es un disco como más tranquilo, más este, como personal, claro. más tanquetero, este, pero pues también es algo que siempre tenía necesidad de hacer. Por otro lado, me puse a hacer radio también, con una eh, estación de radio de, de acá de México, y que me invitaron, se me hizo divertísima la idea, y he estado también pues, como metido mucho en redes sociales, como que he, he encontrado de qué manera entretenerme. Claro. Sí, como todos, ¿no? Nos ha tocado ajustarnos de maneras diferentes. ¿Cómo se llama el nuevo disco y para cuándo sale? Sabes que el, el título del disco siempre termino poniéndoselo el último cuando ya no me queda de otra más que ponerle un título al disco de que me dicen los de la, los de la agregadora, en este caso que es una agregadora, que me dicen, no, lleva todo ya el disco, ya estoy en 15 días, ya pone un nombre. Entonces, ya decidete. Entonces hasta ahorita no tengo nombre. Claro. Tenía varios, varios, este, varias ideas, una de ellas era glutamato monosódico. Ah, chido, está, está, está chido. Sí, tenía un disco que se llama, así se me hace muy cómico, <risa> claro. Entonces, probablemente se llame glutamato monosódico el disco. Y pues es un disco de 11 canciones, que el común denominador del disco es que es un disco para bailar, es como un disco para discoteca, para bar, este hay como mucho house, mucho funk, un poquito también de repente de lo que me gusta hacer de estas mezclas de música regional mexicana con con producciones modernas, este, es un disco bastante divertido, eh, me gusta mucho a mí en lo personal, siento que cada vez más estoy encontrando la mejor manera de poder plasmar mis ideas en el audio, claro, y, y, y cuando las escucho al final, eh, cada vez más puedo lograr 
emular las ideas que tenía, ¿no? Eh, cada vez son más fieles las, las grabaciones a mis ideas, ¿no? Entonces se me hacen muy padres. Claro, ¿y para cuándo saldrá más o menos? Eh, yo calculo que debería estar saliendo para final de año, ya con, con los dos sencillos que faltan. Antes de que termine este año eh, tan, tan, tan loco que nos tocó vivir, eh, vamos a cerrarlo. Yo voy a cerrar el desconbroche de oro este año con ese disco. Claro, y lanzaste Cangrejita hace hace unas unas semanas. Platícame de este sencillo nuevo. Sí, este sencillo este, pues era un sencillo que estaba de alguna manera diseñado para que se empatara con las vacaciones de Semana Santa y luego con el verano. Claro. Este, que, que luego cuando se vino la pandemia, me, la, la gente con la que trabajo, todos me, me, me pusieron la opción de, oye, ¿qué tal si mejor nos esperamos? Este, y, y aguantamos el lanzamiento de la canción, algo que pues, se me hizo hasta ridículo, porque pues, ya está la canción lista, digo, claro. a fin de cuentas, todo el mundo estamos encerrados en la casa, pero pues eso no, no impide que, que escuchemos música, y por otro lado, este, pues a mí, yo digo, yo que soy fan de Yamiroquai, que, que más me gustaría que Yamiroquai sacara un disco nuevo ahorita para tener algo que hacer en mi casa, ¿no? Exacto. Este, escuchar algo de música nueva, sentir pues, el, lo que tenemos que sentir todos, que esto pues sigue para adelante, o sea, no es como que aquí se detienen las cosas, entonces, claro. este, seguir viviendo la vida de una manera divertida y, y, y con y, y nosotros mismos ir creando nuestras posibilidades, ¿no? Claro. Entonces, tomé la decisión de que no, pues saquen, el, saquen el, la canción, saquen el video y, y, y vamos por lo que sigue, ¿no? Este y, y la canción, te digo, estaba diseñada como para eso de la playa y toda esa cuestión, porque en algún momento me di cuenta que cuando se detuvo Plastilina de Mosh, yo me, me, me enfoqué mucho en hacer uh, como todos estos experimentos de mezclar música regional mexicana con, con las producciones modernas. Claro. Este, de ahí salió 45 grados en cinco cervezas, todo ese cotorreo, ¿no? Claro. Y, 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 y a la vuelta de 6, 7 años empecé a extrañar realmente lo que hacíamos antes, era este house latino para bailar, pop, todo ese cotorreo. Claro. Y siento que este disco fue como regresar un poquito a su sonido de los últimos años de Plastilina Mosh, que en lo personal pues, yo lo disfrutaba mucho. Claro, definitivamente. Y sacaste un, un videojuego para, para iPhone, que está bastante chido. Lo jugué, por cierto, lo bajé, y se, se me hace divertido, se me hace cura. Sí, está curado el, el, el videojuego. Siento que el videojuego fue una, una coincidencia o una consecuencia de pues sale la canción, luego me escriben unos tipos por Instagram, me dicen, oye vato, pues nosotros hacemos este animación, nos encantaría hacer algo contigo, eh, veo el trabajo de estos chicos, me encanta, y hacemos más, más que yo contratar una, una empresa de producción para hacer un video, hicimos más claro. bien como un featuring entre yo que era el artista de audio y ellos que eran los artistas visuales, y generamos esta idea de hacer un video con esta onda del retrowave y, y haciendo como un poquito alusión a la a la serie de Miami Vice y todo este cotorreo. Claro. Para lo cual, inevitablemente, recordamos mucho los videojuegos de la época, que eran pues, imágenes de, y, y programaciones de 16 bits, eh, obviamente muy muy precarias a lo que estamos acostumbrados a jugar ahorita. Este, claro. Pero que se nos hacía muy divertida la estética. Decidimos hacer el videojuego de esa manera. Estos chicos animaron toda esta cuestión. Y cuando terminamos el, el video musical, nos gustó mucho y nos había sobrado mucho material. Entonces ahí es donde ellos me dijeron, Vato, sobró mucho material del video musical, ¿no te gustaría que en realidad ese material lo, lo programáramos para hacer un videojuego, una aplicación para teléfonos? Claro. Se me hizo una idea maravillosa, entonces los chicos lo, lo desarrollaron. Y pues lo, 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 el resultado fue ese, ¿no? Ese videojuego que lo subimos a las plataformas, lo pusimos gratis, porque 
también era como un experimento que estábamos haciendo, creíamos que no era ético hacer un, un negocio con un producto que era un experimento y que nosotros no nos dedicamos a hacer videojuegos, lo que decidimos fue compartirlo. Este, pero por otro lado, lo chido de todo eso es que todo fue como una consecuencia, nada fue planificado, no fue una estrategia de marketing, no fue nada de eso, sino fue realmente como el núcleo de amigos tomando cerveza y disparando ideas, ¿no? Claro, sí, sí, es que quedó, quedó chido, te digo divertido, está cura. Y te iba, ahorita que estábamos fuera del aire, platicábamos que, que nos conocemos en persona en el 2003 o 2004, la neta no me acuerdo. Tuve el chance ah. de entrevistarte aquí en San Francisco, en el Rocapulco. ¿Te acuerdas de, de esa noche? ¿Qué te acuerdas de esa noche, si acaso? Pues me, me acuerdo, Cero. a pesar de las borracheras que, de, de la borrachera que nos hicimos esa noche, porque sí, veníamos wey, haciendo es... una gira con las víctimas del doctor Cerebro. Eso sí me acuerdo también sí. yo, sí. Sí, y este, somos buenos amigos desde hace muchos años y me acuerdo que toda la gira era pura tomadera y pura risa y risa y risa. Y, y me acuerdo también, porque nosotros estábamos abriendo esa gira y cerraron las víctimas, me acuerdo de cómo disfrutaba el show de las víctimas, o sea, del desmadre que traían en los escenarios tipos y lo, lo chistosos y naturales que son. este Y por otro lado, pues, de estar tocando en San Francisco, que es de mis ciudades preferidas de Estados Unidos, este, no, fue maravilloso. Claro, y estabas promoviendo Lola Chicuelos, que desde mi punto de vista es un, uno de los mejores discos de, del rock mexicano en la historia del rock mexicano, así de fácil. No, hombre, gracias. De hecho, ese disco es el, el, mi preferido de Plastilina Mosh. Este, siento que es el disco más completo. Claro. El disco, el que tiene más matices, pues. Digo, también porque es el disco más largo, tiene como 18 tracks. Claro. Pero es como que tiene más matices, más subidas, más bajadas, silencios y de repente mucho ruido. Claro. No sé, es el disco que más disfruto de Plastilina Mosh. Claro, pero son 18 tracks, pero es uno de esos discos que escuchas de arriba para abajo y todas las rolas están perras, están chidas. Exacto, hace mucho sentido el disco, sí, porque sí, sí. de hecho estaba diseñado de esa manera, queríamos tener un disco que podías ponerle play desde el track 1 y no quitarlo. Sí, exacto. O sea, quedarte oyendo como todo este... Eh, eh, viaje o transcurso o paisaje musical, con, con, volvemos a lo mismo con, con esas subidas, esas montañas y los lagos y bajadas y, y que realmente fuese un disco entretenido de principio a fin y que la gente no estuviera de que ah, nomás me gusta la 4 y la 8 y la 16, ¿no? Exacto. Entonces que todo tuviera como una congruencia entre las mismas canciones. Claro, y hablando de plastilina, ¿qué onda con plastilina? ¿Dónde está Alejandro? ¿Dónde está el Rosso? Fíjate que Alejandro, obviamente, pues tengo mucho contacto con él. Alejandro, pues, más que mi amigo, es mi carnal. Hemos claro. vivido un montón de cosas juntos. Este, eh, Así como para, para poner a la gente en contexto, eh, Platina y Mosh llegó como a un punto donde este, yo traía muchas ideas y Alejandro también estaban empezando a ser poco compatibles. Claro. Y no teníamos un manager o una empresa que le estuviera dando forma al grupo. Entonces, entre él y yo empezamos a ver que estábamos como poniendo el grupo en peligro de hacer, o sea, de destruirlo, ¿no? Con, claro. Con, 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 con nuestro tira y, y afloje creativo. Claro. Entonces decidimos ponerle pausa antes de desvirtuar el grupo. Claro. Y entonces no hubo nunca realmente una pelea, nunca nada, porque mucha gente de repente dice, no, es que pelear, no, es que tuvieron un problema con la disquera, no, es que Realmente no hubo nada, fue como una decisión propia de por cuidar al mismo grupo y por respeto al público que nos escuchaba. Sentíamos que el, que el disco que seguía de Platina Mosh iba a ser un disco por compromiso y que no iba a estar tan chido. Claro. Y sentíamos que la gente no se merecía eso. ¿no? 
Claro. Entonces decidimos detener todo para reconsiderarlo todo tranquilamente y volver a empezar en el momento que fuese necesario. Entonces, por eso nos separamos, o, o no nos separamos, por eso pusimos en stand-by. Claro. Y perdió tenido contacto con Alejandro eh, en todo su tiempo, de repente con más frecuencia que en otras ocasiones. Eh, y, y últimamente hemos estado así como con ganas de, ah, hay que juntarnos mínimo sobre una carnita asada y ahora si nos sentamos a palomear, entonces... Siento que siempre está como latente la posibilidad del regreso. Claro. Porque si es la vida de todos modos, ¿no? Últimamente, es muy inteligente la decisión que tomaron, ¿eh? De tomarse ese break antes de destruir, porque ciertamente a veces salen discos a fuerzas, de esos discos que se hacen a fuerza y como que no, son, no suenan muy, muy como deben de sonar. Claro, y al final de cuentas esos discos que se hacen a fuerza se, se siente, o sea, el público, sí. yo como público lo he notado de repente en varios bandos que he chingado, güey, como que como que mejor se hubieran esperado un poquito, ¿no? Claro. Este, de, y sí se siente esa, como hasta la frustración del artista, ¿no? Entonces, de, sentíamos que nosotros estábamos en ese proceso que a veces yo creo que después de tanto tiempo o, o, o después de ciertos este, eventos es como inevitable muchas veces llegar a ese punto y sentimos que el mejor punto, de digo, el, la mejor manera de pasar ese punto era en... en eh, no estando activos, en vez de forzar a seguir activos y seguir trabajando y, y seguir generando trabajo, pues es mejor seamos honestos y no echemos mentiras y pues vamos a calmarlos, ¿no? Definitivamente. Entonces, Plastilina, en cualquier momento, serán meses, tal vez un par de años, pero Plastilina regresará. Sí, yo estoy Qué muy chido. convencido. Digo, no les puedo asegurar porque al final de cuentas tenemos dos personas claro. y yo nada más soy uno, uno de esos dos. Pero a como yo veo las cosas, y siendo sincero y honesto conmigo, yo veo muchísimas más posibilidades de que a la vuelta de un año regrese Cristina Mosh uh, a que no regrese. Perfecto. ¿El nuevo sencillo para cuándo saldrá y cómo se llamará? El nuevo sencillo después de Cangrejita, yo estimo que dentro de un mes y medio por ahí me gustaría estarlo sacando. Ahí está. Tenemos que ver un poco por, por la cuestión también de que por los planes que teníamos para filmar los videos se van retrasando por el hecho de la, de la cuarentena. Claro. Este, pero yo quisiera que como en un mes y medio saliera, es una canción que se llama Podrido, así se llama la canción nada más, este, y pues uno de esos sería el segundo, se me hace que también es una rola muy buena, pero es una rola con ese sonido que yo extrañaba un poco de Platina Mosh, de esa movida poperona, claro. entonces creo que le da buena continuidad a la cangrejita. Excelente. Pues bueno, Jonás, te agradezco mucho el tiempo que te has tomado para, para hacer esta llamada telefónica, esta entrevista. Esperamos con ansias el nuevo sencillo llamado Podrido, que saldrá en mes y medio más o menos, con video musical y toda la onda. Y pues bueno, en cuanto termine todo este desmadre del COVID o de alguna forma se arregle esto, será chido verlos por acá en San Francisco nuevamente, verte por acá en San Me Francisco. Me encantaría. La verdad que sí, yo he tenido chance de hecho la vuelta para San Francisco, me gustaría atacar para ustedes. Y también que nos vayamos tomando cerveza y a comer comida china al barrio chino. Ya dijiste, se arma. Lo ya armamos. está, Carmen. Te mando un abrazo bien fuerte y gracias por tu tiempo. Compadre. Igualmente, Juan. Saludos, cuídate y estamos en contacto. Ya está, mi hermanito. Chido, gracias. Sí, bye. Ok, that was uh, Jonas from Placerina Mosh. A very, very positive uh, uh, the, the interview. You know, we, we did uh, talk about uh, Black Lives Matter, about uh, how uh, this is... Uh, Influencing uh, Monterrey, we talked about uh, life in lo under, under lockdown for COVID-19. Uh, like I said at the beginning of, of this Rock Neto, well, Jonas is part of a legendary project from, from Monterrey, Nuevo León, Mexico. Not only 
you know from that area but it's internationally known uh he's the the lead singer and the guitar player and uh i'm talking about plastrina mosh i had the, the honor of meeting him uh in 2003 or 2004 i'm not sure here at rocapulco um he came with his band with plastrina mosh to play at that venue with another legendary band called uh, victimas del doctor cerebro and uh, yeah of course i had the opportunity to go backstage and uh, yeah they were partying like crazy so we were talking about uh, that night here in san francisco he released a couple of uh, uh he just released a new single called uh cangrejita it's quite a happy song quite a you know dance song uh it's not as similar to the music that he used to make with plastilina mosh but uh you know and he was talking about uh that he's about to release a new album uh, a solo album uh by the end of the year but he's going to be releasing a couple of new singles one of them called podrido which will be released in about uh, a couple of months uh he's right now deciding on how to to film the music video because he's in mexico and you know the situation uh with covid 19 in mexico it's still it's still really really bad it's actually one of the of the worst in in the world at the moment so he's still in lockdown and then obviously we had to to talk about uh Plastrina Mosh, his great and legendary project. Uh, he tells me that uh, right now uh, uh, they're taking a break because, you know, Plastrina Mosh is Jonas and Alejandro Rosso, the great Alejandro Rosso, and uh, they felt like uh, creatively at some point they were uh, not on the same track. So they, because they're friends, and they're like brothers, basically, they decided uh, to take a break and, uh, you know, with time eventually, uh, he thinks and he says, he's almost sure that Plastrina Mosh is going gonna, is gonna to get back together and they're going to have a new album maybe next year. So that's great news for all of us that uh, know Plastrina Mosh and, you know, and respect Jonas and Rosso. That's great, great news. Cool. Uh, 1.50 p.m. in San Francisco. I'm going to play something by the Mystery Jets. This is Petty Drone. XSF. <laughs> Yeah. 
Hi, I'm David Basson, host of Freefall, two hours of beats, rhythm, and sound every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to noon. KXSF continues to be committed to supporting Bay Area artists, the local music scene, and our neighborhood businesses. But we're a 100% volunteer-run, listener-supported station. We need your support to help keep us on the air. If you have the means, please keep independent radio alive by going to kxsf.fm and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget, your contributions are tax-deductible, and we appreciate your support of 102.5 KXSF. Tired of fumbling around on your phone trying to listen to KXSF on your web browser or other radio app? Those days are over. The KXSF app is here. Now you can conveniently listen to all the killer KXSF programming on your Android or iPhone by downloading the free KXSF app at the Apple app or Google Play stores. Or you can link to it on our website at kxsf.fm. Keep people-powered radio in your pocket. Get the KXSF app now. Support for KXSF comes from Chris Stover Properties, a San Francisco realtor who understands the city and can help you navigate the market whether you're a buyer or a seller. Chris believes that contributing to KXSF strengthens our diverse community by keeping live music and the arts alive. Contact Chris by calling him at 415-786-8020. Thanks for supporting independent radio KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Rockneto.
KXSF LP San Francisco
That's a new release by Ty Siegel featuring Corey Hanson. She's a beam. In Rognetot KXSF. Now let's go and play something by White Fence with Tim Priestley. Must let go. In Rognetot.
This is Mansions with Black and White in RockNet.KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Support for KXSF comes from the Music Store, an independent record store located in San Francisco's West Portal Business District. For more than two decades, the Music Store has featured two floors filled with music and movies, bins and bins of vintage vinyl, new and used CDs and tapes, and rare hard-to-find DVDs and videos. You can pick up a replacement record needle and even learn to play guitar all in the same visit. The Music Store, located at 66 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Pandemic may have closed our favorite clubs, but it has not silenced our musicians. KXSF has been here 24-7, introducing and connecting you to local artists and supporting them by playing their music and giving them a platform when they need it most. And you've responded by tuning in in droves. But as a non-profit independent radio station, we rely on your financial support to keep doing what we're doing. So if you have the means... Please help keep KXSF on the air by going online to www.kxsf.fm and clicking on the donate button. And we promise to keep the music playing. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Tired of fumbling around on your phone trying to listen to KXSF on your web browser or other radio app? Those days are over. The KXSF app is here. Now you can conveniently listen to all the killer KXSF programming on your Android or iPhone by downloading the free KXSF app at the Apple app or Google Play stores. Or you can link to it on our website at kxsf.fm. Keep people-powered radio in your pocket. Get the KXSF app now. Yes, indeed. Get the apps. Get the apps. Uh, I think it's the most practical way to listen to KXSF. And we feature uh, different uh, backgrounds in that app. We change it maybe once a month or something. Right now, the one that you can see was made by DJ Ellie Stokes. And we're working on the next one, on the new one. It's really, really cool. Okay, well... Uh, something really cool to see. There's a lot of protests scheduled for this weekend. Uh, today, Thursday in Oakland, at the Franco Gagua Plaza at 5 p.m. We have we have the community in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. El Cerrito at 5:30 p.m. at Bart. We have the Black Lives Matter caravan in Oakland uh, from Rockridge Bart. Uh, we have the Black Lives Matter caravan through Pitmont at 5:30 p.m. In Albany, we have the Albany Action Black Lives Matter at the southwest and northwest corners of Marin and San Pablo from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. In San Leandro, we have the Candlelight for uh, candlelight Vigil for Steven Taylor at the Walmart on Hesperian at 6 p.m. And here in San Francisco at 7 p.m., we have the Courthouse 2 Comptons uh, March. You have to gather at the Federal Courthouse at 7 p.m., which is uh, 4.50 Golden Gate. Then tomorrow, Friday, in Oakland, oh, my God, there's a bunch of them. Let's, yeah, let's say them. Uh, let's talk about them. At Franco Gagua Plaza at 10 in the morning, we have the Juneteenth West Coast 
port shutdown and caravan in San Francisco tomorrow uh, from 10 in the morning to 1 p.m. Location to be decided, it's the Black Lives Matter caravan protest. In Antioch, uh, the Juneteenth Peace Walk Arts and Music from City Hall to 6th and 8th Street, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. San Jose. Same, Juneteenth, 10-hour uh, protest, uh, celebration and march to City Hall, 11 in the morning to 9 p.m. San Francisco. Uh, the ferry building from the ferry building to City Hall uh, at noon. We have the March for Freedom and Justice in Santa Rosa at Pioneer Park at noon. Uh, we have the Juneteenth Festival Vallejo Juneteenth March across uh, Carquinez Bridge from noon to two p from noon to two p.m. in Oakland. Uh, well, West Oakland actually from twelve thirty to four. We have the second second annual Bike for Justice rally. In Fremont, tomorrow, the Juneteenth March for Justice, uh, join Tesla employees on March to City Hall at 1 p.m. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, San Francisco, the Juneteenth Rally at City Hall at 1 p.m. In Oakland, uh, tomorrow as well, the Juneteenth at the Lake, Mida de la Mida uh, City Courthouse, and March around Lake Merritt at 1 p.m. to sunset. Nice. Uh, San Francisco, the Juneteenth in the city at Dolores Park at 2. Quite busy day today. This is beautiful. This is amazing. Santa Clara, March for Freedom uh, Day at Santa Clara University from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. In Pittsburgh, tomorrow, March for Justice from Buchanan Park to Marina at 3 p.m. Marine City, the Juneteenth Rally at Rocky Graham Park at 3 p.m. Livermore, Black Lives Matter protests at City Hall. Speeches in March at, uh, to Carnegie Park at 4 p.m. Walnut Creek, uh, demand to defund the police at City Park from 4 to 9 p.m. in Oakland. Black Youth for the People's Liberation protest at the Defremery Park at 4 p.m. In Oakland again, tomorrow at 4 p.m., California Nurses Association, Black Lives Matter protest. You have to wear red. This is taking place at Kaiser 3600 Broadway at 4 p.m., like I said. San Francisco, the peaceful yoga protest at, Dol at Dolores Park, 4 to 5. In Oakland, tomorrow once again, Lake Merritt Amphitheater, Juneteenth celebration from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Oakland again, justice for Juneteenth. At Lake Merritt at 5, Palo Alto, defend Black Lives protest at King Plaza City Hall, at King Plaza to City Hall at 5 p.m. Oakland again, uh, Park Boulevard, Juneteenth protest at Park Park uh, between 580 and 13. This one goes from, f from 5 to 6 p.m., take a knee at 5.30 p.m. daily, every single day, hell yes. San Francisco Bay Swimmers in Solidarity Floating Protest at Aquatic Park at 5.30 p.m. Berkeley, Juneteenth Rally Celebration at the Greek Theater at 6.30 p.m. Oakland, Black Mass Juneteenth Spoken Word and Drum Circle at Lake Merritt Amphitheater at 7 p.m. Incredible. That's one, two, three, four, five. More than 20 protests scheduled for tomorrow, Friday. So yeah, there you go. Uh, let's not forget about this. Let's keep talking about this. Let's make a, a, a final and definitive change to the way we live 
in this society. Let's go back to the music, 2.18 p.m., our, our interview with uh, Sadie and the ladies in about uh, 22 minutes. But let's go and play something by Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. This is beautiful Steven in rocknet.kxsf. Blackouts, Coastal Fever, Beautiful Steven in Rock Neto at KXSF.
Perfume Genius Describe Improperto Improperto
That is Young Ejecta with Call My Name. This is part of their upcoming 2020 ride lonesome album in Hey, what's up? This is Lydia of Atomic Tide. You may have heard our music on KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco Community Radio. KXSF is one of the only radio stations in the Bay Area playing independent bands like ours. But we need your help to stay on the air, so support your local DJ crush, whether it's Carolyn playing Punk Garage, Rocknado to learn about the newest Latino indie garage bands, or Brother Bruno playing Oldies by the Bay 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 Baby. So donate now to KXSF at www.kxsf.fm and keep local community radio and local artists on the San Francisco airwaves. Thanks. Hi. This is Nick W., host of The Extra Ounce, which airs every other Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Thank you so much for listening to and supporting KXSF-FM. That is correct. Thank you, Nick W. Uh, You can check out The Extra Ounce every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Well, sometimes one week is uh, 6 to 8 and the next week is 8 to 10 p.m. That's due to COVID-19. Uh, lockdown situations and everything. 2.35 in five minutes, our interview with Sadie and the ladies. Let's go and play something by No Joy. Nothing will hurt in RockMethodKXSF. Thank you. 
You're now to Minnesota and play something by a remote drive. This is a flower and a weed. In Rocknet of KXSF, in a few minutes, our conversation with Sadie and the ladies here at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Out of their 2020 album, A Portrait of an Ugly Man, this is Remote Drive with a flower and a weed in Rocknet.kxsf102.5fm, San Francisco. And it's 2.42pm in San Francisco. That means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to one of the projects that we have discovered in the past few months that has uh, caught our attention. 
uh, Sadie and the ladies. Austin and Wilson, how are you guys? We're doing good. How are you? I'm great. How's life? It's it's weird. It's weird right now, man. Very Not strange. Lie. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Uh, same thing, man. Adjusting, you know, uh, the COVID-19 situation. San Francisco is opening very, very slowly. Uh, and uh, But, of course, right now we're focusing on Black Lives Matter, which is uh, a massive movement here in the in the Bay Area. It's incredible, man. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty big here, too. Yeah. I was going through uh, through uh, the, the marches, the protests that will be taking place uh, over the weekend. We have around uh, 70 different protests taking place in the Bay Area. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the call. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to do this interview. It's an absolute honor, like I said. We're big fans of Sadie and the ladies. You guys are from Austin, Texas, aren't you? Yes. Cool. Talk to us about, about the project, because I know you guys uh, released uh, how many? Three EPs so far? Two EPs? And, uh, you know, it's a great, great project. Talk to us about Sadie and the Ladies. Okay, uh, the most recent project. Yeah, so that was um, some songs that we've been working on for a little bit now. And uh, we just got together and recorded them. And this was all, I guess, pre before the COVID stuff was going to happen. So we thought we would be able to, you know, maybe tour those a little bit more. Okay. Uh, yeah. Songs we've been sitting on for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, we and they had been a part of our live set for a while. Yeah. Um, for like months before we recorded them, like on tour, our live set had pretty much all the songs from the new EP on it. Yep. Yeah. And this EP called uh, Wartime Fashion was released on April 8th of this 2020. You have, uh, what, five tracks in that EP. Great stuff. I think I played the. Uh, all of them, I think. Uh, we played today oh. CDNA Dynamite Machine. And what's the one with the long, long title? DTNS, uh, D-S-M-D-E-N-S-S-D-T-N-S. -S -S there you go. I said it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, we call that uh, Tony T's motto. It's just uh, some guy we met on tour had this long motto. Okay. And that's sort of the uh, you know initials of it or whatever. <clears throat> Totally. I, I, I find in your music a lot of uh, post-punk, uh, kind of late 70s uh, influences. Am I right? Mm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some stuff in there too, I think, but for the most part. So what, what are your other influences? I mean, you know, that, that was, you know, to make it uh, quick and simple. Uh, what have you guys been listening to since, you know, since you guys started uh, creating music? Uh, um, well, early on, Velvet Underground's big, big in my life, I think with some other people in the band as well. But more recently, we've been listening to stuff like Leonard Cohen and more stuff that's a lot different than the music that we make. Um, yeah, because I don't want to oversaturate our stuff with stuff that's similar. So, Of course. And I saw that you guys uh, filmed a music video in an apartment. For what song was that? Or it was a few songs? Oh, that was uh, Live Sessions. Yeah, that was um, for this local record company called Porch Fire Records. I think that's what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did the uh, Tony T song, um, and then we did uh, Death Rattles as well. That was pretty dope. I mean, you know, like... Uh, 
I, you know, your music has a lot of energy. So obviously, I can imagine the way you guys perform when you guys perform live. I can imagine all the energy. But you guys were able to capture that same energy in that uh, in that live session in in that little apartment. Is that was that an apartment um, or what was it? We tried, and we tried it even like uh, in the studio on our like you know recorded versions of songs. We tried to do our best, like we record everything live track, live yeah. tracks, and yeah. everything to try to get the energy because we are like a live band. Totally. Um, and we're better live, I think, than on the record. But that was we were trying out a, a new guitarist. That was his first time playing with us in those videos too, That's which true. is kind of funny. You can see like the the disconnect a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> totally. So, what was that? Obviously, inspired by the lockdown, by COVID nineteen. I mean, you guys were like, okay, well, we cannot go out and play right now. Let's do something like this. And this was before that. Before yeah, that, was, was that it? It was something that this record company does a lot. They're called Transient Sessions, and they just have bands they like come in and like uh, play like a, a show in this like compact area, and um, and they just like record it and mix it right, and then post it on their YouTube. So it was right before lockdown, actually. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I saw it, I I, I thought uh, that was because of uh, COVID nineteen. So what, what what have you guys been doing uh, during this lockdown time? How's Austin right now, by the way, with uh, with COVID nineteen? Uh, it's surprisingly open. Um, the problem is a lot of the the cool local venues are actually like shutting down. Um, oh, really? Our favorites. Barracuda uh, shut down, and I heard today that um, Mohawk might be shutting down as well, which is in, like our favorite venue to play at. Yeah, this is news to me. So that kind of sucks. <clears throat> But um, other things are seem to be opening up. Like you can dine in at a lot of restaurants. Uh, you know, it's not only takeout now. So do you think that? Yeah, go ahead. I know it's in Texas now too, since the the reopening, like in San Antonio, it's um. It's getting pretty bad there, so and that might happen here again. Another uh, wave. Totally, because it's crazy, man. I mean, we we just have no idea what's coming. We have no idea what's going to happen. So you you think it was the wrong move for them to reopen so quickly? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think everyone's kind of like anxious and ready to ready to get out. Yeah, but, uh, yep. I, I think definitely. It might have been a little too soon, but you know, poverty is the worst killer. So, of I understand them open up businesses and stuff. Totally. <clears throat> so, you think this is affecting the 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 Austin uh, music scene because the, you know the the music scene from Austin is is a great music scene. Definitely, it's definitely affecting it. Like, um, you know, I guess we don't know if ACL is going to happen for sure. Yep. And like, some venues are shutting down, and some those are like some Austin mainstays. <clears throat> You know, as far as the local music scene, at least maybe not the bigger venues, but um, yeah, I would say the music scene seems to be like suffering pretty hard here. Totally, COVID. it's crazy, man. Because you know, here in, in in at this radio station at KXSF, we used to throw uh, two concerts, two benefits a month for the station. So you know, mm. we were booking like crazy all the time, and right now that we are doing our live sessions again. Uh, We just uh, restarted them last uh, last Sunday. We have reached out to bands, we, we, you know, trying to book bands for the for the live sessions, and we're realizing that a lot of bands, you know, are, are actually kind of breaking up because you know some members are moving out of state or stuff like that. That 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 yeah, definitely. Like, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like even in our band, you know, it's like hard getting together and like rehearsing or trying to write new stuff when you don't know when you're even going to be able to 
play it and you know you might get caught up in other <clears throat> things and yeah. it's interesting from a writing standpoint too because there's not a lot of uh opinions to write about that aren't things that people are experiencing firsthand anymore because you can't really go out and live the same way that you used to and meet new people and get interesting stories so i've been finding like from a writing standpoint it's very uh dry too totally <clears throat> so what's what's the plan in austin are they planning to reopen venues anytime soon or, or how, how are they are they seeing this i've got no idea no idea yeah. same, same uh, thing yeah it heard something about california uh maybe things being open there at some point Well, uh, well, here in San Francisco, we took it super, super slowly, and uh, you know, we're barely. I think last it was last Monday when we reopened indoor retail, but you know, with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, how you say it, uh, you know, caution. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's crazy, man. You know, I live downtown in San Francisco, so I usually, you know, I'm used to seeing like lots of freaking people on the street, and even though mm -hmm. we kind of reopened already, people are not coming out still. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, even if the clubs do open, I'm sure they'll be at like 25% capacity. Uh -huh. So they'll be operating at a loss. And mm, I've seen course. some clubs talk about whether it's worth it just to maintain their connection with the community to reopen and operate at a loss like that for a while, mm -hmm. just to build the scene back up in a way, you know? Totally. Yeah. Because it, uh, yeah. it, it kind of looks like uh, outdoors, you know, playing outdoors will be like the first option. Because mm -hmm. I was, I, I interviewed a band from Spain last week, uh, Futuro Terror, from uh, Valencia. They're really good, uh, and they they were actually talking about that already in in Spain. They're, you know, the next uh, gigs will be taking place outdoors of the venues, like in parking lots and stuff like that. So that keeps huh. that gave me like a little bit of hope, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the drive-in. Some people are drive doing drive-in tours and shit right now. I know that. What what do you think about that, by the way? Because here, I think in San Jose, in the Bay Area, they did one, and they were charging like a hundred bucks for a car. You know, you could you could you know have as many people in the car as you wanted, with crappy vans, obviously. Uh, but how, what do you think about that? Would you be part of of something like that? Yeah, I don't I don't know that our our thing would really transfer well in a, a scenario like right. that. We we've seen like in the past when we played, if there's a disconnect between the audience and the and the what we're doing on stage, like if there's a space that our energy kind of suffers a little bit. So I can't yeah. imagine being that far away and people being in cars. Yeah. It doesn't really make that much sense. So let's, let's, let's go into something uh, like a difficult topic right now. because you know, we have no clue what the, what the hell is going to happen. Um, are you thinking about releasing? I mean, you just released this new EP. What are the plans for Sadie and the ladies? Uh, well, you know, I know it's a tough question, but Are you thinking about releasing an album soon? Maybe music videos? I don't know. Okay. Uh, we have a couple songs from the studio we're sitting on cool. from when we recorded the CP that we were thinking of um, releasing that didn't really fit in with the rest of the material so well, but we already have them recorded. Okay. Um, as far as new material, we are writing songs, but we're, uh, Yeah, we're still like unsure. I think we're pretty unsure about like what the future of the band is right now, mm -hmm. you know, nice. and whether just like how we want to move forward, kind of because this has been a, a big like page turn in a way. COVID yeah. has, yep. So, uh, you know, it's like kind of do we want to approach things the same way we've been doing it, or we're considering trying to, you know, try some new things and move in a little bit of a different direction too? Definitely, because right now, basically, we're taking things one day at a time, we have no other choice. Right. 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, perfect. And what are you guys uh, going to be doing tonight for the rest of the day? Mm. Uh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> We should probably figure that out soon, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> We're just kind of down right now. Awesome. Let, let's make a deal. As soon as all this is over, somehow, because you know we don't know, we don't even know how it will be. When you can, mm. when you have a chance, come to San Francisco and uh, play with, play for us, and come to KXSF. It'll be dope to to do a live session with you or something. Yeah, we love that. That would be that would be sick. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Let's do it. Well, uh, have a great uh, rest of the day in Austin, Texas, and uh, I hope to see you in San Francisco as soon as possible. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. Awesome. Take care, and uh, we shall we shall sing again. Cheers. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Sadie and the ladies from Austin, Texas, all the way from Austin, Texas. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, we're, we're all going through 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 this, uh, all of us that are part of the music industry. It's still, you know. Um, but again, it, you know, like uh, Jonas was saying during the first interview in, in Spanish, he was very positive about it. Uh, you know, we're in a very bad situation Uh, regarding uh, the lockdown with COVID-19 and everything. But we should still, uh, you know, try to realize that eventually things are going to get better. Let's be positive. Let's find ways to, to create our art and create our music. And, uh, you know, eventually things are going to go back to this uh, new normal. I hate that, that, uh, that concept, by the way, the new normal thing that I see in mainstream media all over the place and stuff. Uh, but, you know, Uh, let's uh, let's stay positive and let's uh, keep creating and uh, let's be smart and let's be responsible. Let's, let's take care, take care of each other, and things are gonna be just fine because in the end, that's life. If it's next year that we're gonna be having uh, gigs at at venues again, it will be next year. If it's uh, by the end of this year, well, it will be by the end of this year. We have to be smart. We have to be clever. Like uh, like uh, Wilson and Austin were saying that uh, in Texas they're worrying about the uh, second wave of uh, COVID-19. But again, you know, let's not just uh, hide in our in our apartments and in fear. Uh, let's be smart about it. Let's protect each other. If we're gonna be going out, let's wear those masks and and let's also uh, you know uh, tell our government to hurry to hurry the f up with uh, with the vaccines and all that stuff. Cool, 2.57 p.m. Well, with this, we say goodbye. It's over. Rockneto in English, it's over. We're going to have Rockneto in Espanol today. Yes, indeed, as promised. Uh, next week, we have a couple of interviews. The first one with the Soft Moon. Yes, indeed, I just confirmed that interview today. Made me quite happy. And the second one with uh, with a band that we have been trying to 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 interview for a bit already, uh, a band that uh, we think is one of the best projects, best fresh projects at this very moment. I'm talking about... Uh, I went blank on that. Uh, Milk Belly, for God's sake, from Chicago, Illinois. Yes, indeed. Uh, they will be here on Rocknet at KXSF. Uh, 2.58, uh, we're going to close this down with Sadie and the ladies will let us make you money. It sounds like this. And we come back with Rocknet en Español with the best Ibero-American rock and roll race at the moment. Thank you, KXSF. Thank you, San Francisco.